Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at Wembley. It's finished Spurs 1, Newcastle United 0. Really, really unfortunate way to lose a game, given how strong we've been defensively against, you know. And yes, they've been blunted by the, the absences of the likes of Deli Alley um, and Harry Kane, obviously. But the quality that Spurs have, um, they still remain one of the, the league's best attacking sides and and we kept them at bay for for a really uh, commendable period of time and it was as we all know as you might have seen um, ultimately felled by a, a goalkeeping error from Martin Dubravka who we quick to point out we he'll he'll earn us more points than he'll lose us this season but it was a howler and it it, it cost us undoubtedly what would have been a a really vital away point against a team who couldn't finish their chances before before the the goal, and um, and we kept them at bay with shape. I mean, it, it was again tactically, game plan wise, it was really really similar to, to 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 the Man City game through the week. Obviously, we were a bit more proactive at home at St James's Park on Tuesday night as we were today at Wembley. Which you know, playing home and away, you can sort of expect those kind of differences. But you know, you wonder whether we were just a bit sat a bit too deep and just invited them onto us a bit. I think they were there. They were probably there for the taking, given the centre midfield that they had. You know, obviously Ericsson's Ericsson's in there, and you know, playing a more advanced role. But you know, looking at you know the Winks and Sissoko, they were kind of. Given given the midfield uh, battle that we that we won on Tuesday against some really world class midfielders to come up against Sissoko and Winks, you think well, there's a, there's an opportunity to win that battle and kind of push and apply apply some pressure and um, it was it you know we kept our shape really really well we, we Rafa named the same team uh, Bereka the new sign Antonio Bereka was on the bench and, and eventually did come on for his his, his, his debut. Didn't have much chance to, to shine really down that left-hand side in place of Richie, but you know we we rode our luck a little bit in the first half. They they really you know they had a Lucas Moura header that was onside that was that was headed wide. Lamella, who you know had received uh, caught a cross from Vertonghen really really well, that came off the bar. So they had been threatening and you know. It was a bit nervy, and we were kind of having to throw ourselves about a bit, and maybe a more panicked, not panicked, it's maybe a, sli a slightly more fraught defensive display today than it was against against Man City. I think, I think even though we we had a, we had moments to concede, you're always going to get that in away games against you know a team that's pushing to go second in the league. They're not there by chance. They're there because they're a very, very good team, well organised, um, dangerous, and who have a lot of quality. And that's that's what we were up against. And you know the the result in midweek was fantastic. It's the result of the season, um, regardless of what happens between now and then, I think it, I don't think we'll better that. But you just kind of there was an opportunity there where you think a draw is possible here, and we and we almost did it. I mean, they. They had sort of their chances in the second half as well. I mean, there was there was sort of two off the line really. There was the the main one off the line from Cher, 
from a little corner came in and it, it was flicked on and then a, a little hook on the outside of Ericsson's foot improvised very well, passed to Bravka and Fabian Shares read it and, and, and cleared it off the line. Obviously the goal decision system showed that it was it was very, very clearly not over the line and it was no goal was awarded as a result. Um, and then there was another cross came in, probably from a corner, um, and and Richie's Richie's cleared it off the, not quite off the line, but a couple of a couple of yards in front of the goal line. He's he's had to clear that away. And so as much as they were very dangerous and created a lot of chances, they they, they had twenty one shots all in. We, we we limited them to only four on target, and and this is the same four on target that we limited Man City to in in midweek. So if we're you know if we're if we're limiting these really really strong attacking outfits to to four shots on target. You know, if we're playing percentages, more often than not, we'll keep a clean sheet. You know, I think we only didn't keep a clean sheet today because of a goalkeeping error. And Debrav could be the first one to hold his hands up and know he should have done better. But he is a good player. I think mentally he'll be strong enough to bounce back. And I don't think it'll be an issue moving forward. I think it's a blip. And, you know, we've seen even the best goalkeepers in the league. You know, Alisson, Ederson, they've had howlers as well. They've cracked on with it. So... You know, he's not alone in that Dubravka. And, you know, I'll get on the goal in a second. But I think we, you know, we did we did have chances. There was a counter-attack in the, in the first half, for example, where it was pulled back to, uh, the cross was pulled back to Perez, who was on his left foot, you know, probably from about eight yards out. And he's it's been blocked very well. It came to Rondon. He tried to get his snapshot away. Ericsson got in the way. There was another one which was the ball was lofted at the back post. Yedlin running in there and trying to, you know, he could have done more with it. It's just there was a couple of opportunities that you think we might, you know, we, we could do a smash and grab here. Obviously, the second half, I think, I think Benitez wanted us to push forward a bit more, be a bit more proactive as we were against Man City, start asking them more questions and take try and take the game to them a little bit just because, you know, we were being pegged back by their consistent relentless attacking play there was a you know I thought Rondon was excellent again today he, he really really worked hard kept the ball in those more advanced positions so we could gain territory and he, you know he, on a counter, another counter attack he feeds Perez who's at the edge of the box now he's got Richie on his left hand side completely unmarked whether or not he hears the shout whether or not he looks and thinks that he's he wants to take the shot himself, I don't know. But to be honest, the, the shot wasn't too bad. It was a bit too central to be really worrying Lloris, who made you know probably made a bit of a a Hollywood save for it uh, for the corner. But you know, in that position, Perez, I, I I kind of would prefer Perez having a dig from from sort of that. You know, nobody closing him down and just having a having a shot away, as opposed to Richie getting it on the left hand side, probably looking across it again. I think that I, I wouldn't have fancied Richie to have a shot from his left foot, on his strong foot, his left foot from that, from the left hand side. It would have taken a hell of a shot to beat to beat Loris from even further out. So I think Perez, as, as much as Richie was in more space, I still think Perez was the the best suited for that shot, and you know, it, it showed that we. You know, we were trying to knock on the door as well. 
Also, Yedlin, who worked very, very hard, and I thought his defensive work again, he kept Sun out a couple of times with important blocks. He was relentless, his work rate, and he, you know, he sort of played a one-two with, um, with with Rondon. Rondon laid it out to him. He got a cross in, and, and Rondon, beautiful header, sort of had the spin on it as well, and it comes off the foot of, of, of Larissa's post, much to his... Uh, much to his relief, and you just think, ah, if that had just snuck in. So we did, we did have chances in both halves uh, to do something with. Obviously, in the first half, we saw saw Musa Sissoko coming close with a with an effort, which uh, Dubravka saved low down. It bobbled around a bit, but it was then cleared away. We got bodies in the way, and I think it's when it came to the goal, the the, the sun goal. It was, it was one of those, wasn't it? He. So first of all, there was a there was a shout of a of a handball from Laurenti. Now I'm 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 probably not having that. I think I think Cher, as much as he's not fouling him, Cher. There's enough contact there from Cher that there's a little bit of a push just as the ball comes across. I think it absolutely hits him on the arm, not the chest. I I, I disagree with some of the pundits who said ah it's more chest because I think that's an easy conversation to have. I do think it comes off his arm, but I don't think it's deliberate now. New rules that are coming in next year in the Premier League state that if an advantage is gained, even by an accidental handball, it'll be given as a handball. That's not the case now, and I think that that's this is one of those incidents that comes under that umbrella, that comes under that that category of it wasn't the player's intention, and I didn't because I, he was shoved by by Cher from behind, but he did get an advantage in that it ended up being an assist. So, under current laws, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Next year's laws, that goal would never have stood. So that's where we are with it, and we just have to accept it. As for the touch from Sun, I think I think we're poor. Um, I think defensively we're poor. One touch takes four players out, and I just think that's that's too weak. We need to cover more space and not get so easily fooled by just a single touch of a football. I think Longstaff's the last man in there and he comes far too far across where all of his teammates are already, leaving a huge gap behind, which Sun strikes through and there's a couple of flailing so there's a couple of flailing sort of legs that get stuck out. None of them actually touch the ball, but I'm wondering whether that's enough to have put Dubravka off. You saw before uh Lurante had a had a great had a chance when he came on. You know, off off the, off the bench for for Mora in, in the end, and he complained about the sun being his in his eyes, and he headed you know horribly over, and you kind of think, oh yeah, using the, that old chest, using the using the the the, 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 the terrible conditions as, a, as an excuse for missing, but actually, did that play a part in Dubravka's um, error? I mean, it just went straight under his hands and straight under his body, and it's a, it's an awful error, and it's a howler, and. There's no really two ways of getting around it. It it was it was absolutely down to him that, and I don't think the shot should have come in so easily. But once it did, he did have a clear sight on it. Like I say, whether he was distracted by those flailing legs coming out, I don't know. Whether he was distracted by the sun, I don't know. But it's an error, and after you know, with only ten minutes to go, it's a huge sigh of relief for Spurs fans who. Were Looking to get very frustrated, and they were looking very blunt. Otherwise, I mean, I say they've had twenty-one shots, just, and they had a couple of chances they were in. They were they were looking very profligate and lacking in confidence. And I think Sun's got them out a huge hole there because I think, 
I think they probably wouldn't have begrudged a draw given how well we defended. We didn't really trouble them too much. I think if any team was going to win that game, it was probably going to be Spurs. I'd like to. I'd liked it to have been, uh, you know, not through an error from one of our players, as it turned out to be. But I think we can take a lot of positives. We can take a lot of heart from that performance. Wembley's a tough place to come. Spurs are now second in the league, which shows just the like I said before, the quality that they have. It was always going to be a bit of a write-off this one, but I think the hard work starts next. I think we play we were away at Wolves, and onwards then to a run during February that 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 could give us you know some some chance for points. So we play Monday the eleventh um, in nine days' time. We play away to Wolves. Then two weeks later, we're at home to Huddersfield. Then at home to Burnley within three days. So they're the big two. There for me, that's last year's Huddersfield and Southampton results. Um, uh, so just, uh, fixtures, I think it's two very, very winnable home fixtures where we need to just be attacking now. Almiron wasn't available today, but he will be available for the Wolves game. So I'd like him to even if it is just coming off the bench against Wolves, for him to be ready to start for that Huddersfield game on the 23rd. And that should give Rafa Benitez enough time to get him tactically up to speed and, and, and see what he's like and how he's going to integrate. And I think that's a very, very timely signing in terms of those two fixtures on the horizon. But I'd like to think we could get a draw from Wolves, even if, even if we obviously love to win it, but I think uh, you know a draw at Molyneux. Wolves are very, very up and down. They've had some really good results actually recently. But you know they they still have um, they still have games where they they're not they're not at the races, and we could look to exploit that. And I think again defensively they're going to find it hard to play through us, as you know Man City and Spurs have found out this week. But with Almiron, we've got something else. We might even see Barreca starting um, in the next games as well which gives Richie a bit of freedom to come into maybe one of those attacking positions. You know, today Kennedy came on, he, he, he didn't do too much, to be honest, in terms of you know attacking contribution. Barreca came on, made a couple of runs up the left-hand side, but he wasn't found that many that many times. In terms of sort of um, good performances, you know, I think Longstaff did decent, I thought. I thought Cher was okay, but I think Cher... I think today, he obviously that amazing clearance off the line, but I think there was a couple of times he was a bit complacent and sort of lost possession a bit too easily. Jose Perez seemed to be in, you know, the the heart of everything that we did attacking. Apart from that Rondon shot off the post, I think he was involved in all of our major attacking moves. Um, so I'm, you know, quite pleased with his with his performance today. And even right at the end, there was a flick on from Rondon that Perez nearly, nearly. Got his uh, got his foot too before Luis came out. So yeah, a bit disappointed with that. But at the start of the game, if Scott at the start of the game, if you'd said yes, yeah, Spurs are going to win one nil, would you've had too much many complaints about that? You'd think, oh, yeah, they probably will. So it's a, it's a goal by it's a defeat by a single goal. But it was always always going to be a tough fixture. But loads and loads of positives. I think we can get at that tactically. I think. We did as much as we can do against a team with, you know, that much quality. Even without Ali and Kane in the side, you know, every one of their players gets into our starting eleven, doesn't it? So, 
that's that's that, that they're the levels we're at. So I'm not, not going to be too disappointed. I'm not going to lambast Dubravka too much. He knows that he's he's made a howler. Defensively, pretty good. We need to be a, just a little bit more clinical when we do get those few chances at the top. So we and as I said before, four goals conceded. Sorry, four shots on target conceded in both the last two games. But in the same token, we've only managed two shots on target each in, each in those two games. So you know. Rafa's blanket firmly at the back of the formation and maybe Almiron will stretch that blanket out a bit and will look a bit more dangerous in that final third, third starting from the Wolves game. I've been out on the Toon Network. Thanks so much for watching. Get your comments in below. If you've been listening to this on podcast, please uh, give us a five-star review and, again, ratings, reviews, shares. It all helps. Thank you very much. I've been Adam. Bye. Z bye.